Welcome back to Young, Dumb, and Broke, guys. We are back for another episode. No idea what episode this is, like what number, but we're in the 60s, okay? So isn't that fucking crazy? Like if you have been a day one listener, we're in, I, it has to be like 64 or 65, this episode. I have no idea. I, I guess I could check. No, actually I can't check. Wait, no, I can check, okay? We're gonna check. You know what? You know by now that you just have to wait and you have to go along for the ride. Okay, we're at 64. See, that wasn't that long, okay, bitches? What is going on with me? What is going on with you? Well, you can't answer me, so I guess I'll say. Um, I went to... Oh my god, guys. I actually totally fucking forgot. <laughs> I did not plan to talk about this. I went... Okay, get ready for it, okay? I'm gonna need support, okay? So get ready. Get ready. Prepare yourselves for this fucking news, okay? Hold on to your horses. I need to... Wait, hold on. Where did that fucking... Where is that saying from? Hold... Hold... Is it hold your horses or hold on to your horses? Is it hold your horses or hold on to your horses? Does it matter? I don't know, but I want to be like politically correct, JK. Hold your horses, sometimes said as hold the horses. Okay, that wasn't even a fucking option, bitch. Okay, that wasn't an option. Is an English language idiom meaning wait, slow down. The phrase is historically related to horse riding or traveling by horse or driving a horse-drawn vehicle. A horse-drawn vehicle, it says. Not carriage, vehicle. Can you have a horse-drawn vehicle? Oh, 1939, the earliest known use of the today's version of the phrase was printed in the Chatelaine magazine with a line reading, hold your horses, dear. Oh, well, then we're going to be saying hold your horses, dear, from now on. After that, it was off to the races for the expression. Bro, bro, you tried to do something there and it didn't fucking hit. Okay? You didn't, it didn't hit. What can I say instead of hold my horses? Take it easy, slow down, cool your jets, hold on a second. Okay, okay, we spent enough time on this. But hold on, I need to, horse-drawn vehicle. Vehicle, vehicle, not vehicle. Guys, I got, so... I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, but like I have acrylic nails usually and every like fall or like September-ish, I kind of rip them off and we just like, we take a break and we regrow our nails from start to finish. And then we just have new nails and then we put acrylics on for Halloween. I ripped them all off and now my typing is like, no offense to people with this, but it's like, I am dyslexic. Like my typing does not make sense. No offense and hope please don't cancel me. But that's, it's what it is. A horse-drawn vehicle is a piece of equipment built, pulled by one or more horses. But why is it a vehicle? They were once common worldwide, but they mostly were replaced by automobiles and other forms of self-propelled transport. They're still in use today. But they're not a vehicle, bro. Hold on, we need to look up the fucking term vehicle because in my mind, a vehicle is like an automobile. But if they're using that as two different fucking things, okay, guys, I've spelt vehicle wrong twice. Vehicle, there we go. A thing used for transporting people or goods. Oh, it could even be a cart. 
Okay, so it's not necessarily a car. My bad. What was I going to say about this? Oh my God. Okay, yeah. So my news. Okay, so hold your horses, dear. Okay, dears. Your girl went to see Theo Vaughn's comedy show. And it was a fucking blast. And I am so excited because he fucking looked at me. Okay, I know you're not going to believe me. But I was on the floor and he, at the end, when everyone was clapping and standing up, he fucking made eye contact with me. And so I'm just saying, if I end up marrying Theo Vaughn, which like, I'm down. So if you're listening, I'm down. Come DM me, you know, we can make it work. Long distance. Um, if I end up marrying Theo Vaughn, this was a fucking love story origin story. This is the beginning of our future. And I'm sorry to the guy from Love is Blind, Julian, that I um, am in love with. And I'm sorry that you're going to have to be on the sidelines now, maybe, maybe a little bit, maybe. Hold on, let me find him. Ugh, no. You know what? No. As soon as I saw him, I I take that back. (laughs) Julian, you can get it. Don't worry. Any day. Just come anywhere near me, please. Um, Okay, (laughs) that's not as okay that (laughs) okay so like please listen to that in context and not without even with context it was not good um okay so i went to see theo vaughn he was fucking funny af i feel like people that have seen his netflix specials only like don't really um vibe with his comedy as much as his podcasts but I think that seeing it in person was like 100 times funnier than the Netflix specials. And I found the Netflix specials funny. So like it was hysterical and I had a blast. And also, okay, so he has some jokes about gay people. And like, obviously, like if you know who he is, like his comedy, obviously, like he has like, what's the joke? What's the fucking word for it? He has like, um, not segments, but like think of a word like that. Segments about like making fun of gay people. But like equally he makes fun of everything. So it's not like he was picking on them. But two rows ahead of us, there was this gay couple of guys. And at first I we didn't know, like I didn't know they were gay. But then like the one had his arm around the other like put his arm around the other and then was like rubbing his shoulder and like whispering in his ear so I was like okay well I'm assuming that they are but then they like after the gay jokes were done like they left (laughs) and they did not come back and I'm like if you go into a Theo Vaughn show not knowing who Theo Vaughn is or what his comedy is like then you know what you get what you get because he's very well known I feel like in the comedy world and me saying that like I'm a fucking part of it but like Anyone that watches like those podcasts, like you know who he is, you know his comedy. And so I don't think that you should have been at the show if you could not fucking handle it. And if you had floor seats, then clearly you knew who he was. Like you weren't just like there on a whim, you know? Like if you paid the money for those tickets, I don't understand. They left halfway through the show. And okay, another thing that I want to look up on here. So his opener was this girl from Wild and Out. Um, And we're going to look up who the fuck this girl is. So she what was her name was it maddie oh it was maddie smith okay that was pretty easy to find 
let's see images because i don't remember this girl being on here oh my god she looks so fucking different oh my god she does not look how she does when she was opening for him with no makeup on this does not fucking look from her look look from her that's what i just said look like her makeup you know what makeup really changes a bitch some girls change night and day with makeup on like they were wearing like they put makeup on and they went from red to blue like you know it was like it's such a change I don't, okay, I have no idea who she is. She said she was on there for seven seasons. I've literally never seen her. Guys, look up Maddie Smith. Very confused. Anyways, a lot of her, I thought she was funny, but a lot of her comedy was about sex. And a lot of it was using, like, the P word that I don't really want to say on here because, you know, like, my family might hear it, you know. Not that I've probably, I've probably said worse, but like, whatever. Um, and I just, it was a little crass for my innocent little lamb ears, you know? <laughs> like, I'm a little innocent lamb, and I can't hear these jokes. They're a little crazy. They're a little crass. I was meant to be old-fashioned. <laughs> I was meant to grow up in the early 1900s when everyone was a good girl, and we don't speak about such things. And it was a little much, but it was funny. But like, then she had a dark joke at the end that I don't really want to repeat because it really wasn't great, but it was like about, um, essay. And I was like, no, no, it kind of ended on a weird note. I'm not going to lie. No, no hate, no, no offense, no nothing to her. I just, it ended on a weird note. And I was like, oh, okay. It's just like a weird vibe. And then Theo Vaughn came out and it was fine. But like, that was just a weird joke about the essay. So that was kind of weird. But anyways, the show overall was really amazing. And shout out to my parents for getting me those tickets. They were really nice of them. Um, and, and Yvette came with me. We were going to record the podcast. We did not because that was like a full day event getting to there and then coming back and then driving home. So I guess stay tuned for that episode. <laughs> we were supposed to have an episode, but we did not. Um, also, what was I going to look up before this? Guys, I need to start writing down ideas because I don't write things down. I really don't. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Apparently, Hosier or Hosier, how do you say his name? Hosier? Hosier. I'm going to need someone to sound this out. Hosier. How to say. How to say. You ever type something in Google and it's like really not legible? How's the er? How's the year? How's the year? How's the er? No, how's the year? What? It's hosier. No, hosier. Fuck, I messed it up again. It's hosier. Fuck, I don't know now. I actually don't know. Um, okay, anyways, he has a new album coming out. And I wasn't ever, like, fully, like, invested in his, like, life. But also, he has pretty good banging songs. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, they're pretty, 
fucking banging. So we're going to check out the new album. Apparently it comes out. Hold on. Let me fact check this because I don't want to, you know, get this wrong. Um... Oh, maybe it's already out. Oh. <laughs> maybe it's already out, guys. Oh my god, Take Me to Church was 10 years ago. Take me to church, shall worship black. Um, the video for Take Me to Church a decade ago dealt with Russian homophobia, which was Prussian. Bro, you're just making up fucking words now. Prussian. P-R-E-S-C-I-E-N-T. That's not a fucking word. Does it mean present or prescient? Oh, okay. You know, when you say a word correctly, it sounds better. (laughs) It's not a thing that has gone away or stay localized. No, totally. At the time, some dismissive criticisms that I got of the music video were along the lines of, well, this is not our society. This is something that's happening in a faraway place. I've done a few interviews at the time where I talked about how when it comes down to all online culture, increasingly that we've becoming the platform for our... What? I feel like, though, that it wasn't about Russian homophobia, but like maybe that's like, maybe I didn't get it. Maybe I didn't get it. Um, maybe I'm confusion. Um, take me to church, I'll worship like God at the Um, I don't know. Guys, please DM me and let me know what you think about this because I don't fucking know. Not really sure. Um, also, okay, so we have to talk about this guy from Love is Blind, okay? So we're gonna be talking about him now, okay? Change fucking topics, okay? Keep up. Keep up. Um, if you can't keep up, log off, okay? Close the podcast. Keep up. Fucking, okay. Not fucking, sorry. I don't want to use vulgar language when speaking about my future husband, okay? And I also don't want to seem crazy, so bitches don't come for me. Oh, he updated his fuck. Okay, sorry. I'm such a fucking stalker. <laughs> Guys, I complain about having stalkers, but then I full out stalk people. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if I've talked about him before, but if I have, like, you're just gonna have to suffer through it again. So if you've watched season three of Love is Blind, in the background, in the beginning, and in the middle, whenever they bring the group back, there's this guy named Julian, and he is tall. And he has dark hair. And he is built like a fucking football player. And he is super cute and has a nice smile. And he's in the back and he doesn't find a fiance. So he is off the show. But then he comes back for the group event. And I think he was back for when they did the reunion thing. Or like the other episodes. And he is so cute. And I am in love. I feel giddy. I'm in love. And I don't know how. Okay, this is what I want everyone's opinion on, okay? So I truly feel like we are a match made in heaven. Like, if I believed in heaven, then I would believe this. I truly feel that we are twin flames. I think this is meant to be. I just don't know how to get the ball rolling, 
Okay, because I'm ready. You know what? Your girl has been through the fucking ringer in this department. The past couple years, there's been some duds. Okay, there's been some freaks and there's been some aggression. Okay, and if you're listening, you know who the fuck you are. Okay, but your girl has decided that maybe she's ready now to start this next chapter and the next journey. And also anyone, I don't want you to hear that and come back out of the fucking woodworks, okay? Where does that saying come from? Woodworks. Come back, come out of the woodworks. If you say that people are coming out of the woodwork, you are criticizing them for suddenly appearing in public or revealing their opinions when previously they did not make themselves known. Yes, okay, I fu- that's fully what I meant, okay? <laughs> so I use that correctly for once in my life. Um, yes, please don't use that as an invitation, okay? My, um, my vibes and my lines are open, but for Julian. Um, I, okay, so he loves to read. These are the things I've learned, okay, through the show and also from Instagram. He loves to read. Um, Sorry, I don't know why I just had like a brain fart. I don't know what the fuck just happened. He loves to read. He is an ally, okay? He is, um, he is in the States, And you know your girl wants to move somewhere hot, which is in the States. Um, He is really into hanging out with his friends. I feel like he loves his friends. Everything is about his friends. He has a dog, and you know your girl loves dogs. The dog's name is Winston. You know, if I do end up dating him, this is really embarrassing. (laughs) Like, if he ever hears, this is fucking embarrassing. But also, like, it's meant to be flattering. It's not meant to be, like, weird. (laughs) I have, my face is so like red and hot right now. <laughs> okay. Um, and basically I'm just like, I don't want to say obsessed because that sounds crazy, but like obsessed. Like, <laughs> so my, what I need from you guys is I need to know how to make this happen. I need to know, like, should I DM? Like, is that a thing? Like, should I do that? will he even care like you know like I follow him but it like nothing has come from that obviously I feel like something needs to happen I just need uh, maybe like I feel okay I'm gonna put this out into the universe guys we're man- manifesting right now keyword man okay we're manifesting I feel what's meant for me in 2024 I'll say 2024, but like if it happens at the end of 2023, you know, we'll let it, we'll, we'll let it happen. I feel that my journey is to have a long distance lover affair, not affair, like in the, not cheating. You know how I feel about that. We're not going to go over that again. Fuck Ethan Slater. Um, but I feel like I'm meant to have like a long distance person that I'm like, I go visit and when I'm with him. You know, like, we're together. And when I go back, we're not. Like, there's no strings. There's no nothing. And then I go. And then, you know, obviously it's going to end badly. You know, obviously we prepare for that. Because, you know, your girl has seen TV. (laughs) We've seen movies before. It's going to end bad. But it's worth it. 
okay? For the journey. It's a fucking journey. It's a story. It's something in your life. Like, it is a something, like, once you're old and you're married and you have kids, like, you can't fucking do that. You got to do it when you're young and hot, okay? So I need to find someone to do that with now. And I just, I really feel like that's the journey that's meant for me. Like, to have a quote-unquote, not boyfriend, but like a I guess boyfriend that lives far in the state somewhere like not like not across the world like I'm not talking about that I'm talking about like a weekend getaway that I would go visit you know we would like hang out like you know we would be really into each other eventually one of us will be like no but I love you and I don't want you to leave and I want to make it serious and the other one is like no, like we agreed that this would be no strings. And so then it ends. And then the other one, the one that said no, eventually comes to his senses. And he's like, oh, I'm just assuming it's he, I don't know, or she, whatever. No, I feel like, I feel like I'm the type of girl that's not really like a non fall in love type of girl, you know, like I definitely, like I'm already said I'm in love with him. So you know, once I'm in, I'm in. But it it split second, I'm fucking out, dude. No, I'm kidding. Once, like, it, I could, like, an ick. I can get an ick so fucking quickly, dude. I can get an ick quicker than an ick. I, it's an ick how quickly I can get an ick. But, but then once I'm in, I'm in, okay? But I feel like I would be in with this because it's gonna be like a year journey you know like I've already planned this in my head we're manifesting it's gonna be a year journey and then I'm probably gonna be like but I want to make it official and he's gonna be like but we said no strings like it's not gonna work long distance like you know like this is how it is and I'm like okay no prob like I'll fucking die now okay like KYS and then or sorry no KMS and then I'm gonna go home And then we're going to be, like, crying our eyes out, like, fucking depressed for two months. And then, after two months, there's a knock at the door. Okay? Please picture this in your mind. There's a knock at the door. And I'm like, who the fuck is at my door? And I don't answer my door. Because, you know, safety first. We don't talk to strangers. Okay? You can't fucking bribe me with candy. Okay? I don't answer the fucking door. I'm a girl that lives alone and I shouldn't fucking say that, but I do. And I'm not answering the door. So don't even come to it. Actually, no. But I would look and see who it is first. I always go and check, but I don't actually answer it. Like, I just, like, look through the peephole and, like, hope they can't see me. Can people see you through a peephole? I'm not actually sure. So he comes to the door. Or, sorry. He, well, now I ruined it. (laughs) Typical me. Typical me telling the story and ruining it before it's done. Yay! Clap if you get it. The girls that get it, get it. Oh my god. There's a knock at the door. (laughs) And I answer and I'm like, what are you doing here? And he goes, I haven't stopped thinking about you since you left. And I don't like how things ended. And I'm ready for this. I want to make it work. Whether one of us moves or we just try long distance, we'll make it work. I love you. I want to be with you. And then I go, I love you. And then we're together. And then it just like, you know, and then it either works out or it doesn't. And, you know, and I, and then maybe I get a green card. 
and maybe I maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe that's bad. Like if if the if the U.S. government ever comes in, tries to <laughs> say you shouldn't get a green card. <laughs> me fucking myself over before I even have a green card or even someone that could give me one. That's actually hilarious. Me ruining my future chances at moving somewhere hot, just because I'm fucking crazy. Maybe I should just move to Italy. I feel like. I'm not even going to lie, guys. I could see myself being, like, under the Tuscan sun movie. Like, I could see myself just buying some place in Italy. Is that in Italy? Actually, guys, it's Tuscan. Is under the Tuscan sun <laughs> set in Italy. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, I cannot. Okay, yeah, it is Italy, guys. Okay, please. Please. Okay, don't come for me. I was fucking correct. Don't even try. Um, I could see myself moving to Italy, like, buying, like, a little villa in fucking, like, I don't know. I don't know Southern versus Northern, but, like, one of the two. And just, like, chilling there and, like, meeting, like, a cute boy and, like, you know, just vibing and having, like, a garden there year-round. I don't know what their gardening schedule is like, but it's hot there, so I assume... And, like, you know, like, really living, like, the Nona life. Like, and then having, like, a family with an Italian guy and, like, learning Italian. And just, like, that would be my life. Okay? And you never fucking hear from me again. <laughs> um, why did I even say that? Oh, yeah, because I want to move somewhere hot. So, Julian, I don't know how to reach you. I don't know what the best move is to reach you with or like what DM to send. I don't know what to do, but this is the journey I foresee for us. <laughs> this is the journey that um I've apparently just created and you have to go along with. But like <laughs> Like I'm so fucked, dudes. Guys, I'm so messed up. Like, what am I talking about? Oh, my God. Okay, so... (laughs) Julian, (laughs) if you're out there, which I know you are, because you post on Instagram. (laughs) Julian, if you're out there, (laughs) hit me up. (laughs) If not... Someone please tell me what is the best thing to DM to, like, hit up Julian. Because, like, I think the ball needs to get rolling. Because if I need this journey to start for, like, if it's a year-long love affair, and then the two-month period where, like, something bad happens, and then it starts, like, this is now a year and a half of my life, guys. Like, we need to get on it. A girl cannot be single forever. Okay, we ca- we have to start a family. <laughs> Me planning my family with this guy. <laughs> Me. <laughs> we have two sons and a girl. <laughs> and a girl. And a daughter, I meant. Oh my god. Fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> Me. We have a, a white picket fence and we live in california we live in like socal we're like just like together forever 
We have two golden retrievers named Rigatoni and Alfredo. <laughs> there are two dogs and a cat named, I don't even know what the cat would be named, but it had to be something like Meatball or some shit. He can name the cat. <laughs> Us living out our lives together after our love affair and then break up and then we're gonna be like together for real and then I moved to California and he moves to California and we live together or like first we would live to, in New York City <laughs> first we would live in New York City together for like a year okay and then we're like no you know what let's settle down let's get married <laughs> let's have kids but we can't raise kids in the city <laughs> we can't raise kids in the city so we're gonna move to California <laughs> And where it's always hot and, you know, we're going to buy a nice house and, like, in, like, a rural area. And we're going to have a, a first a son and then maybe, like, twins or, like, I don't know if twins run in, in his family. I don't know that much. Sorry, I'll find that. There's something left to find out, <laughs> I guess. Maybe we'll have, like, a boy first. I always want a boy first. And then a boy and a girl or, like, a boy and then a girl and then a boy. I don't know, something like that. And then we get, we have two dogs, two golden retrievers named Rigatoni and Alfredo. And we have a cat and he can name the cat. And, you know, we have a white picket fence and we have a huge garden and we have a pool. And we're like the hit couple of the neighborhood because we're both stars from podcast and Love is Blind. And just being like hot. <laughs> and like we have a backyard area where we read together. <laughs> it went too far. It went too far. It got too real. Oh, my God. Well, that was a fucking trip. That was hilarious. I hope you guys found that as funny as I did because I found that fucking hysterical. So <laughs> maybe I ruined my chances. Maybe I ruined my chances with Julian. My bad, I guess. Holy fuck. He's hot, though. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, I don't know. I don't know. If it's not Julian, who could it be? I don't even know. All I know is, guys, what I do know is, we like the boys with dark hair. I've realized this about myself. I've tried to go elsewhere. Ew, that sounded weird. I didn't like how I said that. Retract that. That's redacted, bro. That's redacted like a government document redacted like what's that dinosaur redactor or something it's redacted rawr um what was i gonna say oh yes so we've tried to go no i was about to say the exact same thing there has been efforts to stray outside of that (laughs) But it didn't work. <laughs> it's just not meant to be. It's not meant for your girl faith care. Like, it's it's not meant. We're meant for the dark hair boys. Sorry. Sorry. Like a European vibe. Even though I don't think Julian's European. But, you know, we'll make an exception for him. European dark haired. We'll move to Italy with me. Actually, no. I'm going to meet someone there. But, like, unless it's Julian. Okay. 
I'm like the longer this goes on the less chance I have with him because I am just like putting my foot in my mouth wait okay that's another thing we gotta look at I just cannot saying something foolish embarrassing or tactless but where did this come from Not sure. It doesn't really have an answer. Oh my. Oh my. Okay. Let's read a fucking Reddit post. I can't see myself settling down with my pregnant girlfriend of five years. Am I the asshole? I, 29 male, have been in a relationship with my girlfriend, 28 female, for five years. We've had discussions about our future goals, including settling down, having children, and other similar aspects. Initially, we were both on the same page. I believed that she was the one for me. However, lately, I've been feeling a sense of boredom and monotony in our relationship. Our sex life is great. She is a wonderful cook, and she's objectively beautiful. There isn't anything inherently wrong in our relationship, but the thought of being stuck in a repetitive routine is becoming overwhelming for me. (sighs) Additionally, three of her close friends are either engaged or married, and she keeps pressuring me about when we'll take that step. I've been contemplating ending the relationship because I found it increasingly difficult to pretend that everything was fine. However, last week she told me that she had taken three different pregnancy tests, all of which came back positive. To say that I was mortified would be an understatement. Despite my best efforts to conceal my reaction, she could tell that something was wrong. Something was off. She asked me how I felt about the situation, and I must admit that my choice of words could have been better. I asked her if a- Oh my god. I asked her if abortion was an option, which caught her off guard. The following two minutes were filled with an uncomfortable silence. After that, she got up and left the apartment. Since then, she hasn't spoken with me at all, and I assume she's considering breaking up with me. Meanwhile, her friends and family have been calling me names, but I have chosen to ignore them as their opinions hold no significance to me since there aren't- since they aren't directly involved in the situation. Despite me feeling free and so much better now that we aren't together anymore, I still can't help but think I might have been the asshole. What? Wait, what? Despite me feeling free and so much better now that we aren't together anymore, when were you not together? You assume she's considering breaking up with you. What? What, dude? What the- Okay. This is what's wrong with fucking men. Okay? This is why you can't trust a hoe. And by a hoe, I mean a fuckboy, meaning a man. Any man that exists in this world, except for Julian. Fuck that, dude. This guy knocked up his girlfriend of five years, who says that everything is perfect with. And just feels bored. Doesn't want to be with the same chick for the rest of his life. Doesn't doesn't want to vibe like that. Bro, fuck off. And then you're happy that you ended the relationship with the, the mother of your baby. And okay, you are not happy about the baby. But also, she clearly was. So she clearly is gonna keep the baby and so are you gonna be in the baby's life have you thought about this at all you're just happy you're not gonna have to have the same chick in your bed every day what the fuck is that you've been with this girl since you were 24 it's not like you were like 18 a 24 is a year younger than no well i'm almost 26 so two years younger than me 
I, at 24, I think pretty seriously, I could have thought about my life. Like, it's not like I'm 16 years old. And then at, at 22, I'm like, oh, maybe I don't want to be with this chick. That's very different. You're 29. You've invested five years into this relationship. And then you wake up one day and you're like, nah, I think she's boring. And not really her just being with the same chick is boring. That's fucked up, dude. And that's men for you. That's men. That's Ethan fucking Slater or Slater, whatever the fuck his name is. I still don't fucking know. And I refuse to look it up. I refuse to search it on Google. I don't want to give his name a fucking click because, you know, somehow he is just vibing off of all of this attention, even though it's negative, because some people think that all press is good press. And is that the saying or is all press is? Yeah, all press is good press. But I'll tell you now, this press is not good press for you, buddy, because people hate your fucking guts. And it's not because you cheated. It's because of the baby. And this is the same thing with this guy. This is fucking crazy. So if he stays with this chick, he gets what he gets. And he's saying, oh, they, they're, they've broken up. They haven't. He said, I assume that she's breaking up with me. I assume she's considering breaking up with me. She is having your baby. <laughs> Men be on one, I swear. Fuck that dude. I just, I can't even imagine this happening to me. It actually makes me nervous. That if five years into a relationship, if the person was like, you bore me, I'm, I'm out. I don't really want to be tied down. You've been tied down for five fucking years and you've been perfectly fine with it. Now suddenly you don't like it? I, I, think, that would, I think someone would have to fucking arrest me. I think I would go to jail because there would be blood. That would not fly with me. And to five years of relationship... You've talked about marriage and kids. And then she says you're, that they're pregnant. And you say, is abortion an option? I think you could have worded it better. You could have said, oh, I need some time to think about it. Or I don't know what you could have said. I've never been in that situation. But like you could have said something better than that. So she's mad at you. She hasn't broken up with you. And you're feeling free. Well, I hope that the fucking court system comes to get your fucking ass. Oh my God. What a crazy note to end it on. Guys, DM me with what to say to Julian because we got to get this ball rolling. Bull or ball? Whatever one I said. Theo Vaughn was a fucking hit. Go check out all his stuff. Um, He did look at me at the end and I don't care who doesn't believe me because it's fucking true. And also, I'm going to have my love affair in 2024. I don't even fucking care. So if I'm going on like weekend getaways, you know what's up. (laughs) Uh, Final quote today is onwards, brother. Theo Vaughn. Love you guys. Bye.